Hey guys, welcome back to V101. I'm Bru. I'm here with Audie and Sid. And today we're talking about One Piece. Now, One Piece is a very special manga for us, for all three of us. Well, it's actually the first manga Audie read, which he really loved. And Sid and I have been following it for the last, I think, seven, eight years. And probably the only manga I've followed up properly and I'm still up to date with. Exactly. And uh, I think One Piece is... This just holds a special place in all our hearts and we really, really wanted to do a podcast about One Piece. Now, this may go on for quite a while, but I think it's I think it's warranted. One Piece is something that deserves a lot of attention and a lot of time because we have a lot of thoughts just because of the sheer size, the sheer beauty of everything related to it. So, let's see. When did we start reading One Piece? I think for, I had read Naruto and uh, I, I, saw, I saw One Piece... And I didn't want to read it because I was like, it's nah. And then I started reading Bleach. And after I finished Bleach, I was like, yeah, I might as well try this One Piece thing, you know. Uh, that was 2011 or 2012, I think, one of the two. And since then, I've been reading it. Yeah, so I started around 2012 or something. I think Sid started around the same time. Sid, when did you start? Yeah, I, I, I don't remember when I started because, like, we used to talk about Naruto early on when we met. And after that, you told me about One Piece. You told me check out this show called One Piece. And I started watching the anime. And I and I don't know why, but like when you when you legally buy and download anime, I ended up with a tsunami <laughs> version. With the one where Sanji oh, yeah. had like a lollipop and like the yayo, yayo, like the kids rap. And I, yeah. I started with that, and, and I still liked it. I don't know why for that. I, I, I still liked it. I kept watching it. I think I saw the animated, like, the war. And then yeah, I, you did that far? Yeah, you don't remember? I used to watch only no, animated I, I the war. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, I was like, I want to know what happened. I started reading the manga. Then I started reading the manga. And then later on, I went back and read everything from the beginning. But yeah, I was someone who started reading the anime. What what about you? When did you start reading One Piece? I think I started reading One Piece around 2015. 2015, 2016-ish. Because I... You got in because of me. I know you're welcome. Yeah, truth be told, I, I was never really interested in reading manga or any comic for that matter the only experience i had with comics at the time was asterix and obliques and tintin at best but then brew was very persistent of the fact that he he wants me to read at least one piece this pirate comic or manga as he had mentioned at the time and i was deflecting it a lot and then after a while i just decided to give it a try and it seemed to have hooked on to me ever since already actually now that you mentioned it uh, I, I just got a sudden memory of our time in college, mm. um, I actually remember we, we were talking with all our friends uh-huh. and someone was throwing away Maggie and I was like, you know what, don't throw it away, give it to me, I will eat it, I don't want to see food being wasted, I don't like seeing oh, food yeah, being yeah, wasted. Yeah. Ah. And you were like, huh, that's really good, I, you know, I like that about you, you, you don't waste food. Oh, yeah. I was like, actually I got that from this manga called One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you were like, oh, he said so. So, like, <laughs> I, I must admit, though, that single ideal is one of the many things I've taken away from One Piece. Like, obviously, we'll get get into greater detail in, through this podcast. But like, one of, as since you brought it up, I have I have seen 
wasting food at that light now and through sanji's story i always imagine the kind of pain he went through through his uh, his story that was being shown through in in his uh, section and every time someone wastes food that that always comes to mind and <clears throat> yeah we have been seeing seeing it from that light now and now now we so we've established that we've been watching it for a reading it for a while in in our most our cases so what is it about one piece that you like well for me i think overall the story is just one of the most masterfully written so- stories in literature yeah like a lot of people are crazy about harry potter a lot of people are crazy about so many more stories lord of the rings and i'm not saying that bad of course i'm a fan of harry potter lord of the rings yeah. who uh, like mm-hmm. i'm a fan of all that but i think one piece has held a special place in my heart because of how long it's been run because of how oda has mastered the art of you know writing a story in the manga format every week giving enough to tease you but not enough to actually show anything i think that's like that is something really commendable about oda what do you guys think i think like uh, so normally writers don't give a lot of uh, life to many many small characters one thing i've noticed in one piece is that in every arc the small characters are given that kind of life so like for thriller thriller, thriller bark for example they show zombies as the grunt sort of enemies that roam around the ship and keep attacking you yeah, yeah the fodder and at at the start we we are we, we are told that they are like regular zombies they just mm-hmm. go at the enemy and just just brainlessly try to attack them but then throughout the entire arc we see that these zombies are actually a creation of moria's ability and that these these zombies once had a character of their own so there was the samurai zombie he had brook's shadow in him uh, sorry there will be a lot of spoilers because we are going yeah. really spoiler in depth alert, to the spoiler alert from the novel well, i don't th- i don't think the i don't think the moria arc can be considered a spoiler it's been out for like 15 no, i mean uh, there, there will be years, people you know. who are, i think i think this podcast will be going towards people who are fresh into the one piece uh story as well so you might as well put out a spoiler alert okay wait hold on then we um, from this point onwards oh. there will be a lot of spoilers which we are not going to uh we are not going to think of it as spoilers because yeah. it's been years for yeah. us but uh, if you're just trying to read the manga then please know that there are going to be spoilers and we are going to discuss things up to the latest chapter but if you've already caught up then well you can hear our thoughts about it yeah, anyway you can join wait, in what do you think yeah hmm. and yeah like so I, at, at the beginning they, there is no character to these zombies but then throughout we throughout this uh, arc we see characters like the samurai we see absalom and then we see ors and these guys have so much character into them even though they are not not that important in for uh, not very important characters throughout the arc and we find out that even in later arcs they show up as uh, this thing the, does ors Oz show up in the Marineford Marineford War, or is no? It? That's Oz Junior. Oh. Oz Junior yeah. is in uh, White Beard Crew. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, okay. That... Oz in White Beard Crew. But yeah, the, basically, in every single arc, Oda highlights these small characters, and we see the we see these small stories going side by side with the main plot line that uh, that is Luffy and beating uh, the bigger guys like Moria in Thriller Bark, for example, 
and that is one of the main reasons why i like one piece so much because at the end of every arc when we when we know that luffy is going to beat him we also see smaller characters gaining their own little victories here and there and that kind of brings like a that ties up all the ends that uh, that were in that story at the time each arc kind of brings a proper ending every time it ends i agree with audi uh, when he talks about like when he talks about how these different characters and stories have been created you know like it reminds me of a quote by miyazaki that i really love where he says the creation of a single world comes from a huge number of fragments and chaos ah. and that's what miyazaki's done beautifully you know he's created this whole new mm. world you know which is only based on like these these rebels pirates you know opposing the order that we set the rules that we set by the world yeah. i think in that stage as a teenager when you're reading it with all the angst you have you're like yeah <laughs> let's do this yeah, let's read opposed yeah, it just it just fires you up like crazy on. yeah exactly inspires you and like or, like even if we don't talk about the other characters and like the crew right hmm. how each member of the crew is revealed and their dreams and what they stand for and what they're fighting for and you were talking about how we learned like how how you learn to like stand and fight for things you believe in you know yeah. it gives you that hope hmm. yeah and because of that and, and he he used such like inspirational stories like to build up into the main into the main arc it, it's a simple thing you know it's a pirate finding treasure we've seen countless films of pirates looking for treasure yeah. right why is this one different mm. yeah and you know why this one is different because it's more it's basically more about the okay this... it's more about the characters it's more about the people and their journey you know uh-huh. they're not looking for they may be look they're looking for their own basically they have their own dreams that they try to achieve in this journey they they all have their own things they want to achieve right yeah each character and that's why they're joining him on this journey yeah they're not following so it's not about the goal yeah they they're not just following him they are they're out to do their own mission they are they are out to do their own main goal in life exactly they are out to do their own goal in life which means are selfish but they are also together and helping mm. each other and going on this journey together which removes that aspect you know yeah and they have difficult moments they have hard moments and they have these different adventures they go through these new worlds you know i, I love the early arcs you know like it's, uh, it's some of my favorite parts of one piece you know like arabasta the skype arc yeah, i think the skype arc was like, probably the best oh, among them all it was amazing yeah like a sky these, these, they just hinted at sky islands throughout the earlier arcs but then when they actually he he introduced the sky islands i was just mind blown because at that point anything was possible and i just at, at i think at that point i realized that oda could literally do anything with the story and he could just go from anywhere at that point forward and i was like ah i, I can't wait to read more after that and it's actually very interesting that you yeah, mentioned but- that because most people don't like the skype ar they think it's yeah, a worst i, I thought that really yeah, that was oh, the worst yeah. how it's come amazing uh they most people a lot of people hate the skype ar and the water 7 ar dude, dude what, okay. water 7 was amazing the water 7 is beautiful i i, I think yeah. the uh, the skype ar was probably the best because the villain was also pretty mm-hmm. damn good the villain enel they show him using uh, yeah. observation haki or mantra as they call it yeah so yeah as i was saying most people hate 
the Skype arc and the Water Seven arc. They think it's like a very weak arc, both of them, which how? they don't. Which the, sometimes people prefer to skip Me? Skype arc. So why is I don't there understand you go. why. Like why? Why do they hate it? Like what do they say? Have you read that? Uh, they, they just think. I, I mean, I, this is obviously just comments yeah. I've read on Reddit, so I'm not really sure. But most people don't like. Uh, the arc because they think it's too what? slow. They think NL is too OP. They think <laughs> Luffy, the Luffy okay, won by so luck. The one thing I realized is, I mean, it, it, technically Luffy did win by luck because I mean he, he was lucky to have the devil fruit that countered NL. But then it's, it's not, not just, just luck, luck okay, right? So he still has to use a lot of his brains. It was coincidence that he happened to be fighting a thunder fruit user. But the fact that okay, so there was a part in the arc, you know, one fight. Where he realized that he could use his uh, strength as a rubber man, very very properly against him. But then he in, he tried to muscle against Enel, and Enel Enel just kept dodging all of his attacks. Enel later on said that he could just predict his attacks one second before it landed on him. And then Luffy had this. Luffy normally would uh, this thing fight his way till the end. But then this one time he decided to use his brain, and he was like, okay. What if I hit the wall behind me and make my shots extremely random to the point where even he can't predict it? And that was a big growing moment for Luffy, which I, and it changed his whole character. Like from at that point, I thought Luffy was a lot smarter than he was, and like he and he uses that lazy to just think about think of it all the time. But this time he just, he wanted to, he wanted the tactical edge over Enel, and this time he was like I shall think. Yeah, he also he also tries to not think, and then he says, "Oops, I forgot yeah. to attack." Yeah, there will be multiple times where he he'll be too frustrated to think about anything and just punch it. Rather, it is the much easier way out, obviously. But then yeah. this one time he was like, "Ah, okay, I I'll, I'll think about it for one second, and I'll I'll try to go at him at him strategy strategically, rather than you know doing it the usual way." And I I don't know if people didn't see that or not, but. I feel like that that is one reason why Skypea was probably one of the better arcs but you know everyone has their own opinion at the end so yeah Skypea is amazing and when you were talking about uh, Water 7 right hmm. Water 7 is such a good arc oh uh, it's yeah. it people like the Water 7 arc to when it leads to the Enis yeah. lobby arc but they don't like the Water 7 arc yeah. itself In the sense oh, that like just the, the just the stuff like happening the in water. Yeah, they don't like the, they don't like uh, being at they don't like that uh, Usopp and Luffy fight. They don't What? like the Frankie uh, interactions. They don't like that. But that was a growing moment for the Straw Hats as a crew. Anyway, so so wait, okay, we've talked about the, the arcs you like. Uh, what's your favorite arc if you're if you're looking at it that way? My favorite arc is Wano. I think Sid will say Wano. No, no, it's not Wano. Surprisingly, it's not Wano. Wow. I love Wano. Okay, for those, for those who don't get it, Sid loves wow. Japan and he loves Dude. everything Japanese. He knows the language. He watches videos of Japan <laughs> all the time. And when the Wano arc started, Sid was floored. <laughs> he was just, he was just completely he, taken. On the Edo yeah. I, I love Edo. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so, which is your favorite arc then? Yeah, I love the Edo era, dude. Yeah, of course. That's why I thought you would like Wano. My favorite arc is Arabasta. I love that arc, dude. You like Arabasta the most? 
have you guys have you guys seen that meme which shows the yeah but it's i just like i didn't think you like the arc specifically more like that moment was really good ah. no i loved the whole arc dude i loved cuz it, it was like the first time i was watching one like i was it was like one of their first adventures so to say you know after they got yeah before they got robin and after they got like their first version of the crew you know it was like their first adventure they go to yeah, this yeah. cool kingdom it's like it's so exciting and they fight these and they fight these like they fight baroque works all these mr mr sunday mr one mr zero like these interesting characters and all and all these guys have like one on one fights and and there are such cool characters do this crocodile who was cool as shit at that time There's, would you guys uh, like to know an interesting mr. fact what vivi was never meant to be a princess she was actually supposed to be a random what? random person who worked in baroque art baroque what i forgot the name barak works mm-hmm. and she was supposed to be killed off uh, oh. in in one of the fights but uh, i think the editor decided to exclude that part of it and make vivi a more important character so that they could she could play a main yeah, role in the arabasta <laughs> even though vivi has some funny things like the little, little thing of epilepsy is quite funny <laughs> But it was a very cool act, dude. I yeah. enjoyed it. And dude, Bond plays such an amazing character. But, Come on. Yeah, yeah. Amazing character. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. It was an amazing act. I just loved that act. I had a very good experience watching it at the time that I watched it. You know, at the age that I was. Yeah. So I still remember it being very memorable. And that last part where they lift up their hands. Come on. <laughs> Have you seen the meme that shows the similarities right. between Batman and uh, One Piece? Have you have you guys seen the meme where they show no, no. the similarities between the Batman last Nolan Batman movie and One Piece? So it, it's basically both the cities have taken over the the people are against who the law enforcement and then there are there are people who are revolting there there's a bomb which has to be t- which one character takes and flies away with yeah. it's just yeah, a it's, it's show a lot of the similarities and i was first time i read it was like shit damn that makes sense you know mm-hmm. similarities <clears throat> yeah they have a lot of the that arc and the third batman movie has a lot of similar uh, yeah a yeah, lot of similarities lot of similar plot uh, plot points i would say more than just similarities because you you could you could write it in a way where it could apply to either one yeah. if you don't include the character think, names uh, yeah you can like you write like a general summary you could cover either one yeah it could cover either one yeah it's really interesting anyway yeah dude but audi what's your favorite tag uh, i want to say like like most yeah. of the arcs that i love right other for some uh, For some reason, they are all like in the grand line. Yeah. Like I love the sky park. I love the thriller park because I love Gecko Mori. Are you guys know that? Yeah, of course. Those parks I love. I, I still love like the war. I still love Impel Down. I still love a lot of. Yeah. I love Wano right now. Of course. <laughs> of But course. My favorite parks were the ones I saw like in the early days. You know, the ones in the grand line where they were still new and they were still discovering and finding. Hmm. 
their own stories and going to these new areas. It was more of an adventure exploration kind of theme, you know, and I totally loved that. So, I, I think I think it's also it also has to do with how we were growing up while reading yeah. it, so it affected mm-hmm. our younger minds in better ways. That's I mean, we, maybe we won't feel the same if we had started One Piece now and we continued till the Wano yeah, arc. Yeah, hundred percent. Audi. But yeah, Audi. What do you? Which which arc is your favorite? Uh, dude, I, I really can't tell. I don't have like a proper decision on which arc would be my favorite. I'd say. that arabasta would be one of my favorite arcs skypia was also one of my favorite i you know what for the sake of conversation i think skypia was probably the best arc in mine really why do you like the skypia yeah. that's like a that's like a hot take in the one piece because world you know it's not something that you hear too often because the, the, the sky island was something that was uh, that started around what when belen yeah. was introduced i think or uh, before belen before belen yeah and yeah well before bellamy the sky islands were introduced and it was this thing of wonder that i thought you know like okay it's it's a place that they are never going to reach and it's never going to happen and the day we realized that they are go actually going on the way to sky island and i i was i was very much against the fact that they were they would ever end up on the sky islands and they would just crash down and continue their journey on the bottom sea they landed and the the illustration that showed the sky islands it blew my mind straight up and <clears throat> from that point onward i just thought you know n- nothing else uh, i'm in uncharted territory here this guy could do literally anything with this and from the from that point onwards he just kept adding more and more things onto it like the the villain nl a thunder god a literal thunder god he made him look like raijin so uh, for those Uh, for those who don't know, I have mythology is one of my interests as well, and Shinto mythology, Greek mythology. These are uh, I really like to look up and learn more about them. And when I realized that Enel looked a lot like Raijin with the drums on his back, I I was just I was excited because I really really couldn't think what was going to happen next. And when they showed when they when he when they showed that uh, Enel was this. god like character who was flinging around lightning lightning like like it was nothing he when he faced luffy he did the exact same thing and i thought well luffy's toast what the fuck is going to happen next right but then you know the expected happened the rubber counters lightning and i was like ha huh, he didn't get toast what he didn't become toast and then they they said it like rubber rubber doesn't rubber doesn't get affected by lightning and i was like oh oh yeah of course and then from that point over onward the curiosity went even more and i was like oh, i want to see what is going to happen next and yeah like as i said earlier th- that was one of the points that cemented in the fact that i want to read more of one piece and keep for going on furthermore to see what adventures will come by and i think from that point onwards there has not been a single i, I you know what ever since i started reading one piece there hasn't been a point where i have ever been disappointed by one piece yeah i just I'm just putting it up yeah i mean that's that's obvious like i think that's that stands yeah. for all of us and everybody who reads one piece there's no way oda has ever disappointed he's always given I've seen, more like there's never been a time where there's monotony there, there was never ever any monotony in in any arc there's ever always been some sort of twist some sort of action something something good always comes by the end of every chapter and i really like that about uh, one piece there are some arcs though that like i wasn't happy with if we talk about that 
Like but what? Like I didn't. I was the Fishman Island arc was so boring for me. I was just trying. I was just getting through it. I was just dragging myself through it. My God, the Fishman <laughs> Island arc was. I think that's the. I think that's the worst arc ever. <laughs> But the Fishman Island arc, I think, really proved a point, uh, which was the crew has gotten so much stronger. Yeah. They were able to, they were able to beat the pacifista. Oh my God, what was that? Yeah. They were able to beat the pacifista. They. Oh my God, sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah. They were able to beat the pacifista. They were able to uh, escape from the marines. They were able to go to Fish uh, Fishman Island, and Luffy was able to fight yeah. them underwater, even though he was in water, like literally in water. He still managed to deal deadly damage to Hody Jones, so yeah. that's something that you like. That's it's, I think it was just an arc, which wasn't like as much an adventure or risk, but was like that's you know this that's is how much see, they've right? grown. Not really a single person had a problem in that arc so while fighting. Gotten, but how much Oda delayed it to show that? Like I couldn't wait. I was like, come on, come on. I want to get to that point where they fight. So like, the, yeah, they, they the didn't show thing, the powers. So the one thing I noticed that, so uh, I, I think around the time they revealed Aokiji, Aokiji showed his powers in the most flashy ways possible by freezing a fucking ocean in front of him with his hand in the water. And at that point I realized that even the slightest touch of the ocean to a, a devil fruit user could weaken them like crazy. And at that point it was unimaginable for Luffy to even touch the water, otherwise he would drown in it. Whereas Aokiji was able to touch the water and freeze an ocean with it. And <clears throat> in the this thing, Fishman Island arc, they show Luffy punching Surume, the, the Kraken, outside his bubble. They show him punching him even while his hand is in water. That just went to went to show how strong they had gotten, you know. That just it was <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, I was just excited at the fact that Luffy Luffy's strength is just not even doubled, but like it, it became 10 times. No, he also fights Hody in water. Like, there was a, I, li I, liked, I liked when they got to the part where they were actually fighting and I was like, holy shit, all of them are badass. You know, they've gotten so strong. But before that, yeah, it was... Yeah, like, so I, I don't know how yeah. you were disappointed with uh, that I arc think, in any way. I think it was a bit too long. I also wasn't a big fan of the Big Mom arc. It was too long for me. Even though there were lots of exciting moments. Like I love, I love Katapuri. I love the characters introduced there and all. But overall, if you see, I think it was still too long for me. I th I think the Big Mom arc did a lot of setup and showed a lot of insane and things, though. Yeah. Uh, Bru, what was your favorite arc? You didn't talk about your favorite. No, arc. I would just want to. I just like to talk about the Big Mom arc right now, because uh, because you were talking about it. It, it was so important, it was like, it's such a good arc because it showed one of the Yonko, uh, the first one to actually reveal her powers to show, see why she's a nightmare. It showed Sanji's past properly, it showed the Jerma, it showed Pudding and how she got taken in by Sanji even though yeah. she was supposed to betray him. <laughs> so, all these things are, I think, these things just come together and make yeah. a very good arc. Especially since they revealed that Pudding's third eye could read the poneglyphs somewhere down the line. It felt really yeah. long because we were in the midst of it and there was no yeah. fighting. 
there were just small skirmishes it's a, it's a, it's a but once the once the in the end once they started attacking big mom yeah. that is when you that, knew it was getting like, really hype those moments were like amazing moments where it came together but i think that's what we were like waiting every week and slowly you know going through mm. it and it was like a painful time yeah if you reread the arc i'm sure it'll be much faster yeah exactly if you read all at once it'd be an amazing adventure like i think that's yeah. why we like i like the earlier arcs more because i saw and read everything like you could one. read it yeah it won't and go we were waiting slowly slowly which is usually a downside to manga but what can you do uh, this is what i meant when i said i really couldn't make a decision on which was my favorite arc because the more things you reveal about each arc like i, I just mind blown by each and every single arc arc so i i really can't tell like if i if you were to tell me every single detail about every other arc i legit couldn't tell which one was my favorite because everything was just too good up until now well i think my my favorite arc was the impaled on marine ford arc because but but it not for the reason you think like obviously yeah. the war <laughs> ace everything yeah, there was really the, emotional really yeah. like it brought out a lot of raw emotion and it also made you feel the same emotion but i yeah around a little before that time i think was when i started one piece mm-hmm. so i i read it all live and and because of that i, I was like okay uh, things are going okay. well and then i was thrown straight into the war and i was like holy shit what's going to happen next week yo what is what, what? Did they, did they care? Akainu is fighting. White Beard is fighting. Oh my God! I can't wait. And then they have to wait for a chapter. So at that time, it was very. Uh, it was. It was also a little annoying because it's a war, and then and then they said that One Piece would go on a break yeah. for a month, which I which Oda deserves, obviously deserved. But I could feel oh, the pain. Yeah. One month, I just yeah. sat rocking on my chair like. Oh, wait. and what now 20 days more 19 days more 18 days more <laughs> but yeah that, I, that must have been yeah the time at the time these yeah, guys were I'll, going crazy yeah, about it i didn't understand the hype behind the it the whole arc is an, and, is an adventure and a story within itself though yeah hmm. and i think now after having read all the chapters if there was a time skip to come in the middle i i think i'd lose it as well i now i like fully understand why these guys went crazy behind it Yeah, it was really, really. That was a crazy arc. Mm. Okay, but who's your favorite character? Uh, uh, we, I think we should have a favorite guy for every arc, dude, because there are like Shit. such amazing characters. Uh, huh? But I'm gonna give the normie answer, dude. My favorite character is Luffy. Oh, sit. Yeah, sure, <laughs> you can. Of yeah, course. I think I think my favorite character was Ace. Ace is amazing. That's what I'm saying. That every character you're gonna name, right? Like Mihawk, Whitebeard, Boa Hancock. Like every character you're gonna name is gonna be like, yes, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. There's so many amazing characters in One Piece, bro. Mm. I like everyone in the crew except Usopp. <laughs> but come on. <laughs> no, I. But I'll tell you how I handle this. Of course, I'm of the same opinion. But what I say is. Yeah. If you ask me my favorite character I ask you which arc because my favorite character changes along yeah, with yeah, the arc. Yeah. Like in the Big Mom arc I think Brook was like he he pulled his weight over there. Oh dude yeah. Brook was MVP of the arc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, like 
it not even for the stealing the pony glyphs not even for getting out of big bombs grasp just the fact that he said yo ho ho and hit the photo <laughs> that itself was enough like brook was mvp for his actions there and it's the same in different yeah dude let's do this arcs. let's give mvps <laughs> for each arc let's do that that's better i think okay if we go to the arabasta arc Oh, oh, we're not starting from like, straight romance, Don. No, not from romance, Don. That's too. <laughs> we need the crew bon together. Is MVP. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Bon Clay was like the best character bon Clay, there. Bon Clay. Yeah. I think he had the most. I mean, obviously player. Luffy was the best yeah. character, but Bon Clay was. <laughs> and Crocodile, I think yeah, Crocodile was a really good. Out. He was amazing. Character crocodile, well. Crocodile pretty much set the precedent for the villains that were going yeah, to come. Crocodile was amazing. And while they had they had revealed like much stronger villains up ahead, we didn't know anything about what was going to come as well. And Crocodile really set the benchmark at that point, which was uh, which was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Then after that, and what do we have? My God. Skypea, Skypea next. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, dude, what was the arc before that? The one was it the one with Nami going back? I forgot. The Ad one. What was Buggy's arc called? Buggy's arc was before all this. Yeah, dude. Buggy's arc was. Uh, yeah, yeah, before. Wasn't Buggy's arc right after Don Creek? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. I love. I, I, I love Buggy. Wait, no, no, no not Buggy. Buggy. Wait, what? What are, what are you guys saying? Buggy. Then you have Don Creek. Then you have Arlong. Yeah, dude, Buggy MVP. Amazing. <laughs> Buggy. No, I'm not even going to talk about that. That's just too early. But okay, uh, Skypea. I think I liked NL the most yeah, actually. Yeah, NL, NL, NL. Come on, hands down. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have the. Are we going to consider the Davy Jones arc, the Davy Jones fight arc? Davy Jones arc. The the, the Davy Jones. They have a. They all play the, and they the, take the each other's crewmates and all that. And Luffy it. draws them nah. a new. Yeah, the it's Foxy. Afro Luffy, right? Yeah. yeah. Afro Luffy MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I actually liked Foxy. Uh, he he was a very interestingly made character. He was, yeah. He was very interesting. It almost seemed like a filler the first time. Yeah. I was like, what is the filler? What's going on? This isn't it? A, isn't it just a mini arc? Yeah. Yeah, it's a mini arc. It's a mini arc that Oda wanted to keep to. Mm-hmm. Bridge the gap between the Skype arc and the Water oh. Seven arc. Okay, then we have I don't know Water Seven favorite character. Favorite character does Water uh, Seven. Okay, Enya's lobby is different uh, from Water Seven, right? We can put it in the same thing because it's like yeah technically one then, of the then Luchi, yeah we can put it in the Luchi same is thing. My favorite character. Damn, I thought you'd say Soge King. <laughs> nah. I think Luchi was like the unexpected boss villain that is going to be there. I I didn't expect yeah. him to come out the way he did. I expected him to be like another grunt sort of villain with like one good power, but then he turned yeah. out to be the the true badass of the 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 whole arc itself, and he he shone throughout the arc really well. Hey, what about the I forgot his name. Uh, what about the giraffe guy? The giraffe guy was cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Luffy was okay at best. Luffy, Luffy was MVP for that. I, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, Luffy was MVP. Year two and Gatling gun. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Luffy was MVP, but that's not that's not my favorite character of the arc. 
my favorite character of that arc was the going merry Oh dude, ah, 100% agree. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say that the going Mary is MVP. Holy shit, you're gonna make me cry again, dude. That hurts. Oh uh, yeah, that was a very My emotional God. moment MVP, indeed. For sure, agree. Yeah, oh, the, this does make me think like the development of the story and the crew yeah. and yeah. the arcs. They're all so good. What do you guys think about how we've, how far we've come and what has happened so oh, far? It's been an adventure. I don't even know where to start. It's been crazy, dude. We, we, the story started with him looking for like crewmates, you know, and finding these guys, and there were stories. And now, and look at where it is now. It's like a totally different. You can't even comprehend that it would ever reach this place, you know. Like when we were reading mm. it at that time, so yeah. much has happened. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, true. I, it's really hard to imagine that we're here. Yeah, I mean the uh, the manga itself has developed. so much in terms of story in terms of characters in terms of plot in terms of world building in everything it's insane but it's developed so much and even the current arc is like i think it's the it's the best arc of the second half i love is the most one not only Got for it. the edo references and the whole edo theme but it's a very exciting arc cuz they're fighting kaido Oh yeah, the Wano arc is hype. It's it's hype. <laughs> Every chapter Definitely. is hype. Dude, it's like those it's like those uh, shitty TV shows you used to watch as a kid where they used to purposely leave cliffhangers, but here the cliffhangers are actually like worth something. And you're like, oh, man, that's so cool! I can't believe what's happening. What's gonna happen? I think next? every character, <laughs> every chapter in this arc so far has had one big character reveal come out. Yeah. Everywhere from like Denjiro and. The big six coming out. Oh, it's been yeah, a real fun adventure. That was so amazing. Yeah, mm. and they had the Roger, the Roger chapters, dude. That was the best. Too good. So amazing reading that. Yeah, that was really the good. The Roger chapters, Audi. Come on, tell us. What do you think? When, okay, so like they started off with uh, Kozuki Oden's memories, and I thought, you know, okay, they're they're showing who Kozuki Oden was. but then they slowly slipped it into being a story about Roger and they slowly brought back they tied up all the loose ends of the pony glyphs being shown across the entire series and that my god dude i i couldn't stop talking about it when i first revealed it of course uh, i think this was around uh, new years i think 6 months back okay that uh, they, they revealed uh, they started showing the <coughs> odin memories and every i that that it was like the marine ford war right like every other chapter i was i could i couldn't wait for it to come out because they were finally showing so much about roger they were finally showing so much about this one man who had the who had this mysterious power to read poneglyphs and write in that language and now we are finally getting to know more about this guy and then in the end they showed raftel the the, the final <laughs> island dude the the fucking joke right just like roger it made me laugh as well like ah this this i i expected so much and it came to be this you know what i'll take it fuck it it's it's damn good yeah but on that note what about what do you guys think of the manga art i like i don't think we should talk about the anime animation because i'll make it range for 2 hours and i don't think we have that much time this Yeah. This is so, in the rant podcast. Yeah, so we are That's just going to we're just going to skip past the anime uh, yeah. uh, entirely oh, and we'll talk shit. about the manga art. What do you guys think of the manga art? 
and how Oda has managed to do the do it well, or how well has he managed to do it? The manga is beautiful, you know, like the art is. It's so like I think you'd agree with me in which it's different from a lot of other manga. He he uses the like the traditional manga techniques, if I call those, but he also has his own style. He doesn't use a lot of it. He likes to he yeah, likes to he, draw his background his own like in a very way intricate of doing way things. and details, you know, and lay out his characters and everything in the background. And this, I would, yeah, and he's notorious uh, for putting Easter eggs yeah, in the middle of exactly. random panels. And art is so like, so intricate and so detailed. Like even in one panel, you have so many different things going on that you have to look at that you have to look at and figure out. Instead of just looking at one thing, one character, one dialogue, like. Within a panel, you must have seen panels with multiple characters, dialogue boxes going like up and down. Like you can tell a whole yeah. story within a panel, you know. And if we talk about panels, very introduces new worlds, you know. Yeah. Like Audi was saying the first time we saw Skypea, mm. like when they showed Wano and when they showed Wano on, and Skypea. Like, I think Wano top was the only thing that topped it. Oh. No, whenever he shows, like I remember, even though I don't, when when he showed the fishman. When he, the Fishman Island for the first time when they were entering, it looked beautiful. It was so complicated. When they saw the Shirahoshi's palace, I think it looked beautiful. Yeah, I would call it like it's very detailed, very intricate, and he like. Yeah, it was beautiful. Even though I, I don't know, I don't find it confusing at all. Like it all makes sense to me. Like even though it looks like it's a lot, like reading it is like an adventure. I would say it's very well made manga. Yeah, Audi, Audi, what, what, is, what do you think of Oda's art, the manga art? Mm, I think he's a, it was very soft at the start. Because in comparison, like the post time skip when they showed uh, Luffy and the Straw Hats all grown up, it was very soft in comparison. And mm-hmm. as Sid was saying, like every other panel in the Wano arc has been like a, has been something, he, you have to keep looking at everything and just kind of, take it in you know you can't just look at it once and like up oh, that's it next page like i think the one introduction when they showed the panel it was it was like a painting you could frame that shit that's how good that uh, that's how good his drawing i think that right. applies for the whole of one piece to be honest like, yeah i think uh, you know what yeah but then there are, there are like these moments right yeah like yeah. It, it just he draws it out so well that it's it gets scarred into your brain i wouldn't say scarred obviously but then etched into into memory for good yeah etched i think is a better word yeah, not scarred but uh, you, you get what i'm saying right like there are, like if you think of wano then that's the that painting that frame that we saw first that's yeah, what comes to i mind. mean there's a really beautiful shot of wano right at the start and and like uh, now before uh, they showed the roger stories i i didn't have like a proper way of putting roger in my head but then when they showed the the panel where they showed Roger laughing. He showed Roger laughing. <coughs> that that has been stuck in my head ever since. Like every time I think of Roger, I just think of this guy who reached the final island, found or put his treasure in that island, called it Laugh Tale, and you know, and he's just laughing. He just has, has this casual <laughs> attitude about him, about becoming the pirate king, and uh, that's stuck in my head ever since. And he draw, and the the drawing obviously helped a lot, of, a lot in it. <clears throat> yeah, I know. It's, it's like every panel is a painting, right? Yeah, it's like the Kubrick yeah, of like, manga. Each frame is a painting. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know manga art. I just know 
theory of what I've read and what Sid has explained to me. But I really think Oda is one of the best in terms of how to present a manga because he, he knows exactly how much information he can put into a panel, not only verbal but also non-verbal, how much he can hide in the details that people pick up and then start theorizing on. So Oda yeah, is... Like his art is like insane. It's yeah. I think like, I think the manga every, art is one of the best I've like seen. Has their, every manga ka has their own style, you know, which is distinct. And you look at these, and people may say, "Oh, this is amazing. That's amazing." But Oda stands out because even if you see, I think he does battles the best because if you see battles, right? If we if you see something like Chenichi mm-hmm. that we read, or even Naruto that most people have read, if you see battles, it's usually you see the characters and they are the highlights, you know, and the backgrounds are usually like waves and beams and other. And like it's very like singular like panels focus on like characters and what they're doing and highlight them and the battles and then the stories follow right. But like Oda's Oda portrays battles like you're like a bird or you're a fly on the wall over there and you're watching the whole thing unfold. You can see the background, you can see both the characters, you can see the motions, you can see what's going on outside with other people who are viewing the battle. You know, like you're. You feel like you're in there instead of you're just getting snippets of the battle, which is what you get from other mangas, you know. Mm. And not to talk about people will disagree, but One Punch Man, the manga is literally like if you took animation frames, like the panels are like he's punching, then he's yeah. punching a little more. He's punching oh god, a I hate more. that. <laughs> that's how you don't do I, battles. I would. Say. I can't stand. Oh, I would <laughs> even yeah, mention One Punch Man. Do you I want me to go on a rant about One Punch Man? You have, you have to talk about what's bad to <laughs> oh, show god. what's good. The One Punch oh, Man rant, it. except Audi loves it. But anyway, we go on to... Okay, this is going to be fun. Okay, I'm going to ask you guys what your favorite theory is. What in One Piece do you... What theory that, that has come up from the fans is something that you believe in the most? Oh, I I think I, I like the... It's, it's the most popular theory, but I like it. I like the theory where it's about... Uh, where it's about them, uh, where it's about One Piece being them, like, figuring, like, achieving all their dreams. I think I like that the most. And I'd be happy if that was the ending, but I'm waiting for that to surprise me. The friendships made yeah. along the way. Because the journey was <laughs> exciting and fucking amazing, so yeah. I don't mind. Uh, no, this thing, like, like, Oda has said that he will definitely give them a treasure at the end. Ah. Yeah, that's good. Like he he put it in one of his SBSs. So, uh, someone asked him this same thing. They were like, uh, "Is it going to be lame? Something like oh, it's the friendship we made along the way?" And Oda was like, "No, we're actually going to give them a treasure. Of they deserve it after this long." And people were really hyped about. It. So, mm-hmm. whatever you call the one yeah. piece which Joy Boy left or uh, Roger mm-hmm. found and all that, there is treasure. The treasure is just one aspect of it. But I think the bigger aspect is the void century and the weapons and how to use them, which is what we'll be seeing in Luffy's generation. Adi, what about you? What What do you think? What is your favorite theory? I actually, I actually don't remember any of the theories that we because I think we've discussed many theories in length, but we've discussed it long back. I, I don't. Really catch me up on something. Oh, okay, I will tell you my be, uh, my favorite theory. Crocodile it, yeah. is Luffy's mom. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. Hmm. So crocodile, <laughs> crocodile knows Ivankov, 
and then they they both have some problem with each other it was luffy's mom who went and ivanka changed her to crocodile makes sense yes speak of ivanka of today and you see their son down. and mother <laughs> yeah yeah of course <laughs> but definitely ivanka was just like a beautiful character in general Dude, are you getting your conspiracy theories from like One Piece, smart or something? I don't know. No, I'm actually getting it from R slash One Piece. I learned about it there. It's a joke. It's a meme, but you know, knowing Oda, he might just make it happen. <laughs> no, he will not. I know he Oda memes a lot, but that's not how he memes. He memes a lot. It's possible. He's like, hey, this Western world seems to think that. Crocodile is Luffy's mom. Well, let's write yeah, that down, shall like we? But yeah, anyway, what about what do you guys think of the new war that's going to start? Now, this is going to be insane manga spoilers. We are literally going to be talking about the latest chapters. So, what do you guys think of the new war? The original war is Marine Ford, and everybody remembers Marine Ford. It's one of the biggest wars in One Piece so far. It it resulted in a lot of very very deep impact impactful deaths. which in turn impacted the manga from that point onwards so what do you the think war, this the, new the, war like, is going to I be about you guys read the latest chapter right in the end like kaido officially announces the start of the war the yeah. forever which was exciting as yes. well that panel <laughs> and he very graphically cuts off orochi's head which oh, was really dude, surprising was graf- i did not expect that you know i should have but i did not expect yeah. that i was like holy fuck i think Also, if you notice in the panel, King holds up his sword before Kaido even d- does anything. So, with the minute Orochi starts talking, King holds yeah. up his sword, and Kaido just takes his sword and lops off Orochi's head. Observation, Aki predicted that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really fun note. Like King knows exactly what Kaido is going to do. It's going to be crazy. The 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 characters that are there right now, the characters that are coming, like. My God, uh, I I can't imagine, dude. I can't imagine what's gonna happen. I can't imagine how big it's gonna be. I'm just waiting for Oda to like so, surprise me. So wait, I'll, I'll let Oda speak and then I'll tell you a theory about this. Oda, what what do you think about the new war? Fucking Marco came back, dude. I mean, the fact that Marco came back is means that you know old lots of old characters will come back for this. Like, okay, Rayleigh, for example, they show him off. They treat him like this mentor sort of character to Luffy. and for some reason uh, i think we've talked about this before as well you you guys think that he's not coming back he is going to be like a very weak character even if he does come back he's just going to be like a negotiation sort of character but at best but he i have a feeling he's going to play a very big role in the upcoming war at least him and a couple of other members from goldie roger crew will probably come back and have like a, a big part to play in the war I, that's what i think anyways It's a, it's a it's a wild theory from me at least, but 
So basically what Reddit is uh, thinking right now is that the fight is not the main fight of the war is not going to happen in Vano but it's going to happen in Fishman Island what in Fishman Island yeah Can you so that? so basically yeah of course so basically what they are what Kaido said was they're going to get the ancient weapons oh yeah and Poseidon is one of the ancient weapons and they know who Poseidon is oh yeah big man mm. does oh yeah mm. Uh, this thing Kaido does. He ca- he captured Karibu. He cap. When did he capture Karibu? He got. He gets captured by Kaido. He he. Th- when they go and fight, they get oh. captured. And Rampage. And uh, he he gets captured by I don't remember which one, but he it's it's shown in the you know the stories that are being uh-huh. told in the starting panel, starting pages. It's shown there. So. Yeah, Kaido yeah, yeah. most likely knows who Poseidon is, and he's going to go try to go to Fishman Island and try to take control of Poseidon. And Luffy is going to be fighting over there, and in the end, destroy Fishman Island, which is what the prophecy was. This is the theory that's going on right now. I figured the whole information about Poseidon would come through Big Mom because Fishman Island was supposed to be one of the islands under Big Mom's territory or under Big Mom's control. No, no Fishman like Island is under Luffy's territory right, right now. Luffy took it over. Uh, so I figured that kind of information yeah, would pass yeah, on yeah. one way or the other to Big Mom and she'd kind of find out like, yeah, you know, Poseidon is supposed to be Neptune's daughter. The theory is that, uh, that, that he's going to destroy Fishman Island in that way. So uh, it's going to be fun to see. I think the new war will... I don't know if this is the war that will make Marineford look like it's nothing. But we can also assume there's going to be marine intervention here and uh, maybe, maybe that old theory of law, of Luffy dying and law giving up his life to bring Luffy back is going to happen, That's maybe. Been, uh, I don't, uh, yeah, I think, I, I think they've been talking about that. I remember that theory. Yeah. I don't know if that'll happen, but it seems like a possibility seeing that. Everyone is there. Kaido is like, OP as hell. Dude. Yeah, OP is hell. talking about... You were talking about freaking LL being OP. Look at Kaido, dude. Holy shit. Literally, man, the man can't be killed. The man can't be killed. That's true. It's just... I do want to know how Odin managed to deal damage to him, though. That's something that we really should have... They should have... I think we should, we should have gotten more information on how it happened. And if Zoro can do the same thing, like, my God, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, dude. I can't... I can't wait for Oda to... Give us more info. See, what's what's your what are your thoughts on the war? What do you think is going to happen? I have no idea, dude. I, I, I'm not expecting anything. I'm just waiting to see what happens. You must have some idea of what you want to see. No, I'm not even kidding. I, for this war, I don't even know what's going to happen. I am not even thinking about it. I'm just reading the chapters. I'm like, okay, cool, wow, okay, amazing, damn. Hey, do you guys think Blackbeard is going to show up and fuck up everything like he usually does? Yeah, I think Blackbeard's definitely going to show himself. Why won't he? He, he has like he has two devil fruit powers in his control, two of the strongest ones, mind you. Plus he has a team of elite pirates on his uh, roster right now and he's he if he is in the one one of the main this thing and he's going to try to fuck shit up at the very least. If the main yeah. opponents are going to be Kaido, Dude, and I... Big Mom versus the Marines, then Blackbeard is going to be like 
at least third the third character that's going to take a part he's he's going to butt in and he's going to be like the third uh, enemy in in all of this and i think uh, definitely and i think uh, kaido's daughter is also going to play a very big role seems like a very interesting character oh yeah i am i'm all for kaido's daughter for nakama yeah, i understand no amazing character this It looks like Robin. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> What was her uh, name again? I forgot. But Yamato. Yamato. I think it was Yama Yamato. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, now, this this is also one thing about One Piece which uh, is really special for Sid. It is it's the only manga with a time skip that he doesn't like that he likes. You know, he hates time skips. It's one of his biggest annoyances with. manga he thinks it ruins the story so sid what what give us your thoughts yeah i usually hate time skips because i want to know what happened during the time skip which i which they usually don't tell us which i hate but what oda did was he told us what happens during the time skip <laughs> we got details on what each character was going through he showed us their journey their improvements even though i i like and He showed Boa Hancock, dude. Come on, yeah. Boa fucking Hancock. Who doesn't like Boa Hancock? And they showed like Sanji learn hockey. They showed they showed yep, like yep. these cool things. They showed Usopp, the useless guy, become a little <laughs> less useless, I guess. Every and like, dude, Zoro training with Mihawk. Like the time skip, it made sense, you know, when you go through it. Makes sense that why they're skipping time, and then they came down and they came back yeah. to Shabodi, I think. Oh, and the, even the part with the imposters, it was a little weird mm. for me, but it was still exciting. I think the imposters one was done really well. Uh, I yeah. can't believe people didn't. Yeah. I I am surprised that people even thought that would be Luffy, but no, I thought it was done well. I, I knew that was not Luffy, but the reason I, I saw all the training and everything they went through, and I was just waiting for them to like let everything out and show <laughs> the fruits of their training, that I was very impatient about it. Yeah. yeah. But I think they did show enough. Sanji and Zoro take out one pacifista on their own, and yeah. Luffy kind of uses Haki to blow out everybody. <laughs> Dude, but before, even before the like before the time skip, like the starting, like the place with Kuma and the members trying to fight him, and like each moment, oh. unfortunate their expressions, yeah. you know. Oh, do that hurt? That hurt. That was a painful moment. Yeah, I love that. Hmm. I think that was like the first time they ever showed Luffy being truly helpless. Yeah. Like he legit could not do anything against it, and he because and he knew fully that if he tried doing something, that was the same fate that he was going to get. So he oh. just all he could do was just look and just cry. Nothing else. Yeah, you could see their expressions. Look, they're drawn yeah. beautifully. I also love the part like you remember when like uh, he makes Zoro feel Luffy's pain. pain yeah, yeah. Pain Luffy feels. Mm-hmm. That, that part is fucking beautiful, dude. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I mean, even uh, impelled down in that way because they show so much pain in everybody's eyes when they're uh, fighting for Ace, oh, yeah. and you can see the pain in Ace. You can see the pain on Ace's face as well, with because of the it threw impelled down also, but especially in the Marineford arc, which is where you see like. a very rare death scene in one piece and yeah. people usually don't die and there you have ace and white beard going down like that was a bit, that was quite a shock I, i thought okay i thought okay they killed ace but 
they won't kill Whitebeard. No, they killed both of them. It was just insane. Yeah, he crushed it. He crushed it immediately. And the thing is, and the thing is, right? Uh, in Impel Down, you get the same ray of hope, and it actually becomes like a proper thing. And and we expect it to be the same in the literal next arc, and we're like, okay, there's a ray of hope. He's going to make it out, and then he and then yeah. he just kills him off right there. Yeah. Which uh, I think we can all feel the pain of that death, of both those deaths. Yeah, oh, it hurts. Even Impel Down was like a roller coaster, dude. Like, cause in the beginning, Magellan defeats Luffy, right? And when they're going to like level five, they're climbing and they're almost losing. Then they go to like New Kama Land and meet Ivanov, like another ray of hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the and then in the yeah, exactly. And then Mister Three with like stopping Magellan in the end, like yeah, such crazy moments. And and the ray of hopes help there. They don't just get crushed immediately afterwards. Yeah. And what do you think, Audi? What do you think of the deaths of Ace and Whitebeard? Uh, I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Emotionally, I was never. I was not ready for that. <laughs> well, you can imagine my plight, Audi, when I had to read the manga, read about his death, and then he was like, one month break. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I think, I think when I... I, I I legit I think after reading the chapter I just set down my phone I was lying down on my bed and I just looked up at the wall like ah this is the what what, what what did I just process right yeah. now like is it actually happening <laughs> then I just looked at the panel again and like ah oh shit he's actually dead huh and then <clears throat> I think was it was it and the tears started rolling down your eyes and we drowned in the river that and, followed that was just ace right I mean. Like Ace itself hurt me so much, and then after that they showed Whitebeard dying in that bombastic way, and I was like, "Fuck!" The arc did it have yeah, to end this guy. way? It, of all the people to die, it could have been yeah. one of the admirals. It could have been one of the Shichibukai. I think I forgot that. Yeah, term. Shichibukai. Shichibukai, huh? One of the. It could have been one of them. Like I, I would have cared obviously, but then I wouldn't have cared as much as this, and I think. While it was obviously heart-wrenching, Oda did a brilliant job at pulling at our heartstrings there. He just, that was a turning yeah. point for every single reader. What about, what What do you guys think of uh, the Goldie Roger chapters in the middle? That was like amazing. I think, I like Vanu Ark a lot, but when he went to Goldie Roger, that just made it better. I don't know why. That was like... Because we're, cause we're always dying to see what he was like, right? Because you see him once in the beginning and you're like, holy fuck, this guy is amazing. And then you don't see him at all. Yeah. So when he gives us these yeah. like, little diamonds... It only took us 23 years to get a view of the like, man. He gives us these little diamonds, <laughs> you're like, oh, it was totally worth it. Those chapters are, I think, the best of this time. What, yeah, what, I, find, what yeah. I find really interesting is that... Mm-hmm. Gold Rogers was the name given to him by the government and he wanted it to be Goldie Rogers because he understood that the that the initial D has a lot of power to it. So oh my god. <laughs> so he he really wants to be called Goldie Rogers because whatever he learnt at Laugh Tale is has really affected him. It made him 
think about himself as well. Made him think of his own name, and he was like, "Yes, I'm Goldie Roger." By the way, speaking of Goldie Roger, war. I want yeah. dragon. I want smoker. I want these guys back too. <laughs> Oh, uh, I think I think Smoker is just gone oh, from the series. <laughs> I, I just don't know where he is. He's just been yeah, missing for the longest time. By the time, time the war begins, he'll become an admiral or they something. They showed him in some SBS, right? Did they? Did yeah, but he but they, he wasn't doing uh, anything just, uh, particularly but important. Has to come. At least I want to see more of him. Yeah, Dragon. He's Dragon. I think uh, if this war goes on long enough or big enough, yeah. I think Dragon will come into. Dragon Tabo. But the, so that's what you expect, and huh? that's the expectation of your future of the future huh? for One Piece. They are yeah, expecting they Dragon to, to come in for this war. It's a big mystery. We need to know more about Dragon. I think he's the only character that has a veil of yeah, mystery shrouded over him. Like there is, there's not much we know about this guy. Like I think we know more about Goldie Roger than we do know about yeah. Dragon. And I that's know Oda is not going to cage of Eden as you know. They're not going to release yeah. cool characters like Hades and then never show them again. <laughs> Yeah. So I expect, I expect a good result for my expectations. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, I I actually expect something. I I actually expect something different. I want I want this war to go on. I want there to be deaths, but mainly I want to see if Luffy will fight Shanks or if Blackbeard will kill Shanks before Shanks and Luffy How can will fight. Luffy fight Shanks. Probably for the One Piece. No, it's like Shanks is like I see Shanks. Knows what Laugh Tale entails, right? He stopped at the second last island, and he knows exactly what was there. Gold Rogers told him, and he started crying. There's a reason he yeah. started crying. If if that means he understood whatever was there, it could also be that he was crying because Roger told him that he had less than a year to live. But I'm sure Shanks knows, and if he knows, he yeah. he knows how to get the second last island. I'm pretty sure he'll know how to get the last island. and he has in so far so for for all yeah, yeah he's like a guardian for, for all you know he probably has the rubbings of the pony glyphs which roger himself used so it could have been passed down to him so i'm pretty sure that he's like a guardian and uh, but then roger told him to you know only let someone worthy of the name the uh, name d to get in or, you know those who are worthy in different about- ways What about Buggy? Buggy also was uh, Shanks's best friend. He could also yeah, but, the secret. Yeah, but but Buggy has been shown to not care about treasures as much as other. So uh, it, it could be that it you know going to One Piece could have a uh, one of the weapons. One Piece could have one of the uh, the relics of Joy Boy. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff, right? It could be ores. <laughs> uh something related to ore so all buggy. these things are things that buggy won't be interested in so he probably thought ah there's no treasure this is this old shit which i don't care about <laughs> or buggy is just not good enough to go to the last island okay, sorry but either uh, one i have to bring yeah. some other came to mind yeah im sama the reveal of the head of the gorose <laughs> I, i i don't think there's a point talking about him there's literally then, nothing we know about him except for the fact that We can't even tell his size because of the hat. Is the hat small? Is he small? Is the hat big? <laughs> yeah. Is his head the hat? It, it just makes no sense. This, like, we need to. We can't talk about him until we get more uh, information. But what do you guys think of this theory that Ors, the original Ors, the Continent Puller, 
was villainized by the government because he was trying to save islands from the world government which is why even in Wano it's on top of a waterfall instead of being at the bottom he pulled the island in such a way and placed it in such a way that it made it hard for the world government to go there was there a theory was there a like some proof behind it or any sort of no there's no proof there's no proof but he's called the continent puller oars so there must be a reason he's pulling the continent. So people thought it was to stop the world government after mm-hmm. the void century. Nine, you can actually just pull one out of the yeah, map. It may be in other islands. You never know what else they're pulling out. Yeah. But okay, let's... Wa- what, he just... He just yeeted Skype here into the <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But yeah, uh, okay, so that, that let's wind down now and go to the last part of this podcast, which is what are the recommendations we give based on One Piece? Hey, before that, can oh, we talk yeah. about Bing Sake? Come of on, course, Brook MVP. Brook <laughs> MVP. Yeah, it's an amazing song. I just yeah, it's a really good there. song. You guys should listen to it if you haven't. But, like, amazing. If we talk about recommendations, <laughs> I recommend Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yes, it does put you in the mood for a lot of pirate-themed things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's an amazing story, but that's all I'm going to talk about. That's my recommendation. Play Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Uh, for if it one if it's One Piece, I would suggest you read or watch the other big two, which is Bleach and Naruto. Yeah, that's true. And. Uh, if you haven't already, because One Piece is like one of the most famous ones, more famous ones. So that is definitely my recommendation. But it's it's hard. You, you don't have uh, something like One Piece, where which involves laughter, which involves emotions, which involves deep theory crafting, such attention to detail. I would say you read Hajime no Ippo, because that is, a, that is the closest manga to One Piece's uniqueness that I've seen yeah. because even that has a lot of emotion, has a lot of funny moments, it has a lot of intense moments, motivational moments, so on and so forth. So we don't have a lot of recommendations here because the it's just one piece is just too unique in its own way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I also recommend that after reading chapters and getting introduced to new characters you kind of look up uh, these characters because there are many real life references. There are yeah. many uh, like Whitebeard, Edward Newgate, and Blackbeard, uh, Thatch, uh, or Teach. Uh, Ed Teach. So Edward Teach is the real life name for Blackbeard, and uh, the Oda kind of divided it up into yeah. Whitebeard and Blackbeard. So there, there are things like these Bonnie. that you can discover yeah. if you. And exactly. when they Just combine, they make Greybeard. Dun, dun, dun. Ah, one else. Yeah. Yeah, Jolari yeah. Bonnie. Also, the recommendations are supposed to be done by us to you, so this is the only yeah. time you can recommend. After <laughs> this, you just have to listen to what we have to say. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. Anyway, that's how. That's where we're going to wind up for this episode of Weeb 101. We hope you learned something new, and we hope that you will give One Piece a try if you haven't already. If you have, what do you think of the current theories that have been going around? Maybe you could leave a comment talking about why we suck and don't understand the series, but we will respond to you and we can fight about it all day long. So I'm Brew. And I'm Adi. Oh, shit.
Thank you for joining us in the second episode of V101. Oh, mate, I almost forgot. Sid, what's next on the list? What's our next episode? <laughs> the next episode is... Kimi no Nawa. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, so yeah. If, if you guys are listening to this, go watch it right away if you haven't already. It's amazing. Watch it with someone you love. You'll fall in love for sure. It's a beautiful <laughs> movie. It's a beautiful experience. And we shall talk about it in our next episode. Yeah. So thank you for joining us so far. We hope to see you there. Goodbye. See ya. Sayonara!